welcome to CCM in 3D. Good day to you, valued listener. We are back, and we sound different. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I think we sound professional. I really hope so. We, 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 could, we could say we sound a little more professional. We took our $0 budget and doubled it. Yes. And found another way to do this better. Right. Yeah. And we're it's a super secret way that we're doing this. So. <laughs> okay, good. So we'll Nobody just leave it that way. Nobody tell anybody. No, nobody was going to know how we're doing this. No. I do feel like I have to bring better content, though. Oh, do you? sound better. Yeah, yeah. You know? Better sound demands better content, so right. we have to bring our A-game today. Pressure's on. Yep. Well, Dave, you've, on. you've always sounded good. It's the rest of us that need to know. <laughs> oh, well, That's right. Thanks, That's Dave. right. <laughs> I blame it all on... Actually, I blame it on our <laughs> listeners' earbuds. If they would use nicer headphones, <laughs> is that we would is? sound amazing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's all always right. the listeners to blame. Always going to blame. I'm sure your earbuds are fine. Yes. <laughs> So we are doing a top 100 CDs, or I guess they're not CDs, albums, Yeah, I guess, in this era between 1985 and 1995. And um, we're going to do this big list, and we'll do 10 every so often. Right. 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 But this first one we're starting with is honorable mentions. Right. We'll come, we'll come right out of the box starting with honorable uh, mentions. Right out of the box right. with honorable mentions. So should I set up some of the kind of the ground rules we... Most of us followed on this. <laughs> yeah, yes. please do yes. say most we, of us. That we tried to follow, yes. That's, that that's, means Derek. That um, were proposed, yes. but I'm not sure everyone followed. Okay, <laughs> so um, uh, so the idea was kind of mine, and then we all just kind of glommed onto it and started working at it. Uh, top 100 albums from 1985 to 95, but I set up for my own personal list and I'll let the other guys chime in whether they did or did not follow this, that um, so you had to have no more than two per artist. So if you love Amy Grant, you can't put 17 Amy Grant albums on here. If you love Whiteheart, you can't have a list with 13 Whiteheart albums. Just two, no more than two. So, yeah. Sorry, Dan. I just called out Dan's sweet spot. So, you can't have all of the Allies albums on here, Dan. Uh, So, so that was an arbitrary rule that I put on my list. Um, I allowed myself to have instrumental albums uh, that were kind of Christian from that time period. Uh, No Greatest Hits. And I think we did allow Christmas. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So, we did did allow Christmas. Um, so did everyone kind of follow generally those rules? So I didn't go quite that far. I didn't go to 15, you know, 15 Whiteheart albums. Right. But I thought eight, you know, eight. We could do eight Whiteheart albums, right? Okay. It's better than 15. <laughs> no. It's better than 15. Just, no, I didn't do that. <laughs> I think I limited it to three, though. Okay. I couldn't, All I right. just couldn't cut out that third All one. Right. right. We're under grace, not so, law, right, Dan? Well, I did the same thing. <laughs> I followed the other rules. Okay. Yes. There were some albums that were on my honorable mention. I'm like, ah, that's got to be in my top 50, top 30 at least, because I listen to it all the time. So... There are a few artists where I have three albums, but no more than three. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I stuck stringently to my rule. I made those rules, so I stuck the most stringently. I didn't impose those on anybody else. I just threw that out there, and if you wanted to follow it, there you go. Those are the rules that I followed, and and your, let your conscience be your guide on whether you all followed those. So the other things to add in here for me about Top 100 yes. is, of course, it's like anybody's list. It's my 100, right? So it's going to 
I'm going to be a little more shreddy, probably. Sure. Yep. Uh, a little more southern rockish, I suppose. Sure. Album-oriented yeah. rock right. kind of thing is, yep. is my thing. Um, another thing about my list is I'm familiar with a lot of albums from this time period, but I'm not familiar with every album no. from the time period, mm, sure. of course, right? Yeah. So I'm sure there'll be some out there that, well, why didn't you think of this one? I'm just not as familiar with it. Right. So the ones that I'm familiar with that I love, that's what I put together. Okay, the other territory I want to go into is is you won't find any Carmen on my list. I'm just giving that right off okay. the bat. Just okay. telling you right off the bat. All right. All right. Forewarning. No, not everyone's into Carmen, so that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Well, so here's why, right? When I first heard Carmen songs, I, I think, honestly, I think they're very cool. Not saying anything about the guy. Love the guy. Nothing like that. You know, when you hear it the first time, just re-listening to it, for me, doesn't do the same as listening to it the first time. Okay. You know, when I first heard a lot of his songs, they're very theatrical. They're, they're honestly, I think they're pretty well produced. I think they're all those kind of things. But they just, re, to re-listen to them over and over again and put them on a list, I couldn't do it. Yeah. So that's maybe what, they translate a little better to the live stage or being presented in person as opposed to being on an album or Possibly, maybe in a long yeah. form video. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. Okay. Right. All right. So, okay. Well, that that's fair enough that, you know, this is, this is what I was hoping for was this would drive kind of discussion about the differences between the three D's because right. Dan's got his sweet spot. Dave has his, I have mine. And a lot of times those don't meet anywhere. So mm-hmm. that's kind of fun to, mm-hmm. to yeah. talk about those. So Dave, any yeah. kind of, well, putting mine together, I'm kind of like in your camp, Dan. I picked that albums that I listened to maybe the most during that time uh, when they came out, ones that have stuck with me, I have memories about. Um, there's certain albums that I listen back. I would listen back now, and I'm thinking it didn't have the same effect on me. Mm-hmm. But some of those still made the list yes. because at the time, I loved them and listened to a lot. So uh, a nostalgia drove your choice. Some of some of it, not in, all of it. In those cases, yeah, maybe. in those cases, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's there's fair. certainly you know certainly my top fifty. Most of those I can still listen to, but sure. maybe the ones down the list I don't. Yeah, and you know there's a couple live albums on here. Sure, you know, yep, not very many, a couple, yep. but uh, I know there's going to be some people that listen to this and they're going to say, "Well, why'd you pick that album? It's right. not good musically. I mean, it's just <laughs> you know the lyrics aren't great or whatever. Right. I'm like, just what I listened to at the time, what I love, what spoke to me. Right, mm-hmm. so. right, and that's why we wanted to stay away from the best Chris, Christian albums of all time. Right, I have no, I have no dog in that fight. There's no way to pick that. That's yeah. that's ridiculous. So the that's why we're doing it. It's our hundred favorites. So okay, yeah, um, yeah. So I think that's what what drives it. So, and Dave brought up something good too that I didn't mention at the first. Live albums are included. So, live, um, Christmas, instrumental, no greatest hits. Okay. Did I catch it all? I think, I think so. that's it. Yep. All right. Yep. All right. So, who wants to start with honorable mentions? This is these are albums that did not make the list. They came close, but in the end, they just missed the cut, one hundred to number one. So, Dan, you want to start us? Sure. I'll throw okay. it out there. All right. And so, these are in no particular order, right? Right. Right. So, just, so this, you're um, just going to name one. So, yes. So, and then the other the other piece of this is limiting it to between 85 and 95. Because <laughs> you know, there's some that just fall outside of 95, some that just fall outside of 85. Yeah. And it's tough. Yeah. It's it really tough. tough. Yeah. Um, so, I'll throw one out there. I'm going to go way, I guess, metal. Okay. I guess what you call this. All so, right. Bride, Snakes in the Playground. Oh, nice. 1992. Yes. Um, Six of Bride's 
top 10 songs on Spotify are from this album. Yeah, that's Snakes not surprising. No. Yeah. One through five. One through five on this album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rick Elias is on here mm-hmm. on harmonica. We had Rick Florian doing some harmony. That's right. On that. Uh, Peter Furler, John James from Newsboys actually were on here as well. Uh, the producer was Salvatore, I don't know his last name, Giglio, Giglio, something like that. Mm. Giglio, I think yeah. it is. And he did a ton of production yeah. from 89 to 2007. And then Dale Thompson's vocals, amazing. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Uh, so just some quick highlights from that one. Number one, Rattlesnake. Yeah. yeah. The first track. Great Second song. track, yeah. Would You <laughs> Would You Die For Me. Third track, Psychedelic Super Jesus. Yes. I was playing that That's again. That's one of the, the best other, screams ever. Yes, yeah. I was playing that again the other day. I'm like, oh my goodness, this was <laughs> <Yes>. so good. <laughs> then it goes right into four, Fallout. And then... From there, that's when I'm like, yeah, it kind of loses me a little bit. But seven, I miss the rain, the ballad with Rick Florian. Anyway, so that that one falls just outside my list. It was I was debating, oh, do I, do I just sneak them in? Do I leave them out? Yeah. And I think after looking at it, I thought uh, they just sneak out of my yeah. top 100. I remember when that album came out. I don't know about you, Dave, but it that was the cl- that, my first thought hearing that album was okay. If I had a buddy that was into Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction, this mm-hmm. is the album I would hand to them and say, check yes. out right. Troy and Dale Thompson on this album. Yes. So that kind of had that Appetite for Destruction ethos going on with totally. that album. Don't you, right. don't you think? And yeah. nobody else really had that sound. I don't no, think. And they never went time. back to it, I no, feel No, they didn't. Like. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. what's, and here's the odd thing for me. Did you notice this, Dan? Okay, so you named off who's on it? Rick Florian. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Peter, Peter Furler, mm-hmm. uh, Rick Elias, uh, John Pe- James, Newsboys. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's a Star Song album. Yes. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Has Star Song even come close to producing anything that heavy? No. Before or since then, that that so. is just yeah. the outlier of Star Song albums. Yes. When I think of Star Song, I think of Twilight Paris. Yep. Um. Before she went to Sparrow, and then some uh some Whiteheart stuff. Right. And like I think um. Yep. I think uh, Tales of Wonder was on Star Song. I believe that's correct. And then Newsboys and like those guys, yeah. but Bride and Appetite for Destruction levels. Yes. Yeah, that is so <laughs> that outside is out there. the envelope yeah. of point. Star Song. Good point. Well, yeah, and, point. and the other hard part is they had to do it well. Yes, and they yeah. did it really well. They did it really well. really well because you could come off really bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> could have been that awful. Sound. Yeah. Right. And so when we play that on the on the air, when Z ninety one transitions from pop CHR to rock, yes, remember we yes. played several tracks off that album, and it sounded so good on the radio. So good. yeah, I missed the rain sounded really good. I, yeah. I like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, now I don't think we ever played psychedelic super Jesus at six fifteen no. in the morning <laughs> no. or anything like that. Or no. we did limit it to that. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Move it out to nine fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Like that. okay. Snakes <laughs> in the playground. A great honorable mention. That, that yeah, is that's, a great that's one. Good, Dave. All right, I'm just going to go ahead and break the rules right up front. Oh, get it over with. Uh-oh. Here we go. Here <laughs> this is my go. only one. I okay. had to go out of bounds a little bit. All right. This album came out in just before 1985. It came out in '84. Oh, okay. And the reason it's an honorable mention is because it's got one of my favorite all-time duets in CCM, and the the album is "Dancing with Danger" by Leslie Phillips. Okay. Came out at the end of '84. Okay, and it's got the duet with Russ Taft that she did, "Strength yes. of My Life," That's with, so nice. which is just one of my favorite yep. CCM duets. Beautiful song. The title track is fun. This is kind of when they, the album company wanted to transition her into more of a pop 
type sound and this is the first album where she did that right um and it, it, she did a good job with it but you could tell she was a little bit uncomfortable oh, yeah you yeah. know there's some great moments on the album but um nothing like the duet with russ you know he comes in on the chorus with her and then they just sound great together yeah and i don't know who's playing i wish i would have looked it up who's playing the bass on that song but it's fantastic oh huh uh dan you want an effort to find that while uh, we you got, you got the uh, what Dan is it the uh, doo -doo 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 flute music? No, the, uh, the jazz flute music. Jazz, jazz flute. Yeah. Yes, I could talk about the album cover too. I like that. Go ahead. It's Leslie Phillips, and she's wearing black, and she's leaning up against a chain link fence. I'm not sure what that has to do with Dancing with Danger. Chain link fences are dangerous. She's kind of holding <laughs> on to the chain link fence. Yeah, and she's Same. she is looking down, but it's to the right, I believe. Down is she smiling? No. See that's dangerous. She never smiles. Chain, <laughs> that's true. Albums. She does yeah. never. She never does smile. Right. Uh, she may no, still never smile. I don't know. <laughs> but chain link fence. Yeah. Down and to the right. Not smiling. That's dangerous. That's, you're right. That is dangerous. That's a very dangerous. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, you're, you're doing a great job dragging this out while I'm trying okay. to find this. Guy. I always wondered if a fence was electric. Maybe that's why it's it was dangerous. It's an acoustic fence. I'm okay. sure. Okay. Yeah. It's an acoustic fence. <laughs> <laughs> totally an acoustic fence. Right, yeah, Nathan East. Yep. Nate, uh, I was oh, going to guess Nathan, Nathan East. East. Yep, very go. good. Yeah. yeah, perfect. So there you go. There's my first honorable mention. Yes. Now, was that the album that also had um, Leslie Phillips' duet with Matthew Ward? Yes. Yes. By My right. Spirit? By My Spirit is yep. on that. And that's one of my that favorite duets. Duet. So two yep. incredible duets. I didn't realize those were both on the same album. Yep. Good so call. Good on you. Leslie, that's great. Yeah, way to go, Leslie. Okay. All right. So Dave broke. Wait, Dancing the rules. with Danger. Was it what year he got that? 84. He said 84. 84. Is it? Yeah. Okay. That's wrong. That says okay. 81. That's that not right. Uh, that's that's yeah. definitely wrong. That's yeah. definitely wrong. Yeah. So since Dave broke the rules, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna break the rules too. I'm gonna go well, back gonna, all the way to 1967 break, for the Imperials. Too. Wait a minute. <laughs> no. <What? laughs> I'm kidding. Go back to only is that the hiding Armand uh, yeah. era of the Imperials? <laughs> no, that came later. Okay, Armand came later. was very much on the scene at that point. I'm going to go back to only visiting this world. So, no, way out of bounds for us. So, okay, no. for So, my, um, my first honorable mention is one that you guys probably both have on your main lists. Okay. And that is Metals by Russ Taff. Oh, yes. yeah. So, Absolutely. Honorable mention. Yep. What are you thinking? Yeah. Well, Derek. it's the album that broke Russ as a solo artist. Um, Walls, of Gra Walls of Glass was popular, but not as much as Metals. Yeah, that was, definitely. That was massive. Um, there are just other Russ albums that kind of crowded it out. I listened to... Oh, yeah, because you limited the two. Everything. Yep. So that's what, yeah. I did. Okay. Everything yeah. in our... I listened to everything in our era, and there are others that crowded it out. So yeah. um, definitely would have made my list if I had allowed myself to break the rules and expand <laughs> to three. Yes. But I follow rules. I'm a rule okay. follower. Excellent. So, um, Good job, Derek. Medals did – it made my honorable mention, but not my main list. So that's that's my first one. So. Yes. Good okay. one. All right. So Dave – or uh, Dan. Okay, back to me. All right. So I went with – in 1989, Kim Boyce, Love Is You To Me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Didn't, yeah. didn't quite make my list, but it's up there. So produced by Byron Tankersley, you know, big producer during our time Big frame. time, yep. I mean, yep. Tim, Kim Boyce, Tim Minor, Carmen, Morgan Cryer. I mean, Carmen was on bunch. this album. No, I'm sorry, Carmen, uh, that Tankersley produced. Oh, okay, gotcha, yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Um, side One is really strong. 
uh, songs one through five, Holding My Hand, For Every Lonely Heart, Love Is You To Me with Jimmy Lee Slows yes. and the Imperials. Yep. You can tell it's a total Jimmy song. Yeah. It's, it's great. Let's find someone to sing with you, Kim. That's right. It's That's Jimmy right. Lee. And then the back half is kind of, I don't know, same old to me. It didn't, didn't catch me. But uh, it was a good one. It was yeah. good, good enough to put in the... Uh, Honorable mention, and I think Dan brings up a good point too here. That it's a, it's it's like maybe the first half of an album just really grabs you, and then it just kind of loses momentum. And yeah. so it, that that some of my honorable mentions are kind of like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, boy, that first side is yeah. just oh great, couldn't be better. You flip the cassette, and you're like, eh, right, maybe yeah. not. So yeah. anyway, so that's look for that, look for that. All right, Dave. All right, my next one is from 1987, Daniel Amos, Darn Floor, Big Bite. Mm. Oh, yeah. This is it was more during their techno alternative stage. You know, earlier in their career, they were more rock alternative. Right. A little, little bit of punk. Right. You know, a horrendous disc. You know, it came out in like 80, 81. I, uh, that was one of my favorites. And this one is one that in this techno era, I really, I really took to for some reason as well. Uh, Strange Animals. I mean... It, Okay, it's going to be an odd album. I'll just tell you right, right now because right. it's a Daniel album. <laughs> yes. Strange Animals is a is an interesting song. One of my favorite titles on this album, Return of the Beat Menace. Return uh, of the Beat Menace. Yes. Is that B E E T or B E A T? Oh, B E A T. Okay. Yeah. All right. Very thought provoking yes. and a title. The title cuts good. Darn floor, big bite. Yep. I uh, always sing along to that. And then uh, another one that's got. Kind of that rock feel to it is the unattainable earth. That's probably my favorite track on that album, but um, not enough. I wasn't a big enough Daniel fan for this to make my top one hundred. Okay, but it's definitely an album that I spent time with in '87. Okay, so cool. you don't have to spoil anything. But did any Daniel Amos make your one hundred? No. Okay. All right. Now, if we were doing just the top CCM of all time, right. I probably would have horrendous disc on there somewhere. Okay. All but right. In our time era, no. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, it does, um, and that's that's something important. I, we don't want to hopefully get any um, uh, savagery in the mailbox about why didn't you pick um, yep. uh, Never Say Die by Petra, or why didn't you have something OC Supertones from 1999 falls yep. outside our right. our window. So this is 85 to 95. So yep. Okay, my second one might also be on your uh, you guys' uh, list, although I don't know for sure. So my number two honorable mention was Heart in Motion by Amy. Oh, yeah. Mine's on my list. Okay. Yes. It's not on mine. Okay. This, of course, was the album that truly broke Amy as a pop diva, you know, just kind of mainstreamed her. Um, I was never a fan of Baby Baby. Um, there was never any... I just didn't wasn't crazy about the song. Yeah. Um, I love Every Heartbeat. I think that's a great song. Of course, Charlie helped her write that. Um, so Charlie's fingerprints are all over it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what love is for is nice. Um, Ask me is great. Um, and hats <laughs> is, yeah. is computer the computer brains, brains of yeah. that album. <laughs> yes. brains. It's just, yeah. yeah, that has got to be one of my, I mean, that's, that's neck and neck with fat baby as in my least favorite <laughs> in the Amy catalog. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, so that one again, I stuck to my two per artist, and Heart and Motion didn't make mine. So, but, but it makes my honorable mention. And you're not alone. I love that one. Oh yeah, it's yeah. nice. Nice, yeah. ready. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> some bit, great yeah. Dan Huff moments on that album. Yes, the yep. guitar solo on that. That's what Love Is For is super. Yeah, that's that great. is a good solo. Yep, I think it's a great album. I love that one. 
All right. Um, all right. Kathy, I'm sorry, I'm going to go to uh, 1991. Okay. Kathy Tricoli's Pure Attraction. Okay. That, yes. So that had her mega hit, Everything, Everything Changes. Changes. Right. That's Number one right. song. Yep. Right? Yes. And charted on secular billboard. AC peaked at number six. Huge. Yeah. Number 14 on the Hot 100. We played that one like crazy yeah. on our yeah. station. I mean, yeah. it just fit the pop time it did. perfectly. It did. Yeah. Um, and for those that don't know, it was originally, I think, intended for Taylor Dane. Really? She, I can hear that. I can she, totally hear she that. She kind of said, nope, don't want on this album. And the producer of that album brought it to the producer of her album like a, and then or somehow uh, they got connected somehow okay and then uh she said yes i can totally make this work <laughs> and she did she, she did yeah, she did <laughs> so who produced that is that a keith thomas production that is a rick wake really rick wake so he also did whitney houston mariah carey jessica simpson diana ross jennifer wow. lopez okay. and taylor dane and taylor okay yeah um and i mean he's a four-time grammy award winner two-time oscar award winner wow okay yeah. Yeah, so huge. Seriously versatile. Yeah, tons, tons of stuff. So I love no- Everything Changes, number one. Number two, Help Myself to You. Number three, the third song of the album, pretty good. Other than that, again, it's another one of those. It's like, okay. it's, yeah. it's good to start, and then it just kind of loses me to okay. the end. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. It's a very but, '90s sounding album too. Yes, it is. And all the pop, you, you know, the things that were used in the '90s, the horns and the very, you true. know, yep. a lot of keyboards. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But everything changes was a mega hit. I can yeah. see that one still popping up. I don't know if it does occasionally on an AC that yeah. plays older songs. I right. can see that one still popping up. You would think so. I haven't heard much. I of haven't that. heard it in forever. Which is yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Nice. All right, Dave. Okay, so here's where I did follow the two artists per, you know, our two selections per artist, because I'm a Finally. huge Mylon Lefebvre and Broken Heart fan. Oh. So my honorable mention for Mylon is Big World, came out in 89. Yep. Um, by the way, the album cover, very 80s, a lot of you know, fluorescent pink and yellows <laughs> yes. and uh, somebody in some cool 80s shades. Yep. But uh, here's another example of an album that starts off tremendously and yep. then just kind of disappears, in my opinion. Big world. Um, yeah. I love the way that song starts. Yeah, the intro. Mm-hmm. It's like a. It was yes. made for a concert intro. Oh, big time. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, big world. Love comes down. Probably my favorite track on the album is "Falling in Love." Uh, face to face, beautiful song. And then it's kind of not very memorable. Other than mm. "Turn the Tables on Me" is a yes. rocker that I, I love like. That one yeah, too. that's a good one. Yep. 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 But uh, so Mylon and Broken Art. Big world on my honorable mention list. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my third one on my honorable mention probably showed up on both of yours, and that's Jesus Freak by DC Talk. Yes. Okay. Um, you know, I... (laughs) Yeah, we're we're definitely different. Yours is honorable mention. Mine is somewhere else. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Mine's probably closer to where Dan's is. And now we're, now we're seeing the difference between the three Ds. Right. Um, uh, yeah, I did not like New Thing. I loved Free at Last. Yes. Loved Free at Last. You know who's doing it? God is doing it. There you go. Yes. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) He's doing a new thing. Um, So I loved Free at Last. Um, I can remember getting the demo or the uh, the promo of of Free at Last at the radio station and just pumping that through the big studio monitors. And it just sounded amazing. And so by the time Jesus Freak came out, I wasn't in radio anymore. And it just didn't grab me like, and it's probably a me problem. 
Um, I had moved on from a lot of Christian music at that point, and so it just didn't grab me the way. And I kept trying to fit it into my list because I like it, yeah. but I just like albums more than that, and I mm-hmm. ran out of slots. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, it still holds up great. I don't think it really lags. Um, but for me, I just kept finding other things to take its slot, and finally I ran out of slots, and so yeah. I had to put it on my honorable yeah. mentions. So, you kept moving down. Yeah, uh, I just, uh, uh. yeah. Oh, I can't, I can't leave out that one, and then that, you know, Jesus Freak would move down, and so anyway, that's, that's a, it's probably a me thing. It's not, DC Talk, listen, it's not you. It's, <laughs> it's me. me. It's, it's me. me. It's me. Just between you and me. So just. Oh, nice. Just, <laughs> uh, nice April wine <laughs> reference there. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, Jesus Freak, uh, my number three honorable mention. So. Okay. Nice. There you go, Dan. All right. So I'm going to pull the out of bounds card as well. And, but I'm going to go. <laughs> out of bounds. Oh, yep. Yeah. I'm going to go one year past. So ninety six. All right. I know there's a lots from ninety a lot from ninety six. But yeah. I'm like, I just gotta mention this. Dogs of Peace oh. Speak album. That is no fair. I <laughs> <laughs> that would have easily made my list if I would yes. not have been a rule follower. Yes. Okay. Well, so that's so why it's an honorable mention, it's not on my list. That okay. would be so, high on my list. Too. Yeah, it would. It would too for me. Just so underrated. This album is I mean didn't I don't remember getting much airplay at all, if any. Yeah. Honestly. And uh it just followed outside the list, but my Gordon Kennedy, Jimmy, Jimmy Slows. Lee Slows, Eric Darkin on percussion, John Hammond drums. Yeah. I mean, just an amazing every track on there. Maybe one or two that aren't quite to the level, but almost every track on there is so yeah. good. Yeah. Um, and it's right in my wheelhouse. It's got that nice rocky sound. Oh, yeah. But also very interesting lyrically, and subjects are very interesting to it. So, yeah. And it's the closest a Christian act has ever come to sounding like Pink Floyd on Do, Do You Know? I think it's called yeah. Do You Know. Yes, Do You Know, yeah. Um, is that, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's a Vario release, isn't it? Yes. That's, that's crazy yeah, because Vario had um, PFR yeah. yep. and Lisa B., and was there anything else other than Dogs of Peace? Uh, what am I missing? No. I think that's it, think isn't so, it? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, at the time, yeah, so, that yeah. I can think of. Yeah, that's, that's... and Vario isn't that Charlie's? No, that I was thinking that Charlie. was Mark Hammond and Jimmy Lee. I think Slos was part of that. Really? Okay. I could be wrong. So we'll get we'll get mail on it. I'm sure. <laughs> so I'm gonna admit right now, I've never heard that album. <gasps> Oh, it's really I, wait good. Wait a minute. We're going to turn off the corner and beat Dave <laughs> <laughs> with a wet noodle. Look, I'll write it down. Homework yes. right here. Homework for Dave. Listen to Dogs of Peace. Boy, that is a good so album. Good. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. I if if I had not been if, if I had been a, not been a rule follower, that would be high on my list. There you go. It would be not be on my honorable mention. It would be near the top. Okay, so, Dave. So, interesting. Disc, oh. Discogs is showing it as a Sparrow release. I thought it was Vario. I thought it was too. So anyway, Sparrow. Well, Vario is a up. subsidiary of Sparrow. Was it? Okay. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. So maybe that's probably. There's it. the Lisa B albums right over there, so we yeah. could look and see if that's. But, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, well, we'll anyway, effort to find that out. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, Dave. I'm gonna throw out the first Christmas album. Okay. Right here we go. Here. Oh, okay. My honorable mention is Home for Christmas by Amy Grant, 1992. Yeah. Uh, so many hits on this that even get played today on Christian stations and mainstream AC stations. Um, all the classics on there, and then, of course, the original song that's just, 
huge that every year at Christmas, Breath of Heaven, Mary's Song, beautiful song written by Amy and Chris Eaton. Um, I know you guys love this album. Um, I still prefer her first Christmas album, but this is just, uh, yeah, just a great album to put on and just listen all the way through. Yeah. Can't go wrong with it. Yeah. This one, um, if I had put Christmas albums on mine, this would have been right on there so yeah this is that's a super one all it's right it's definitely on my list and it's pretty high okay okay there you go <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> um number four on mine my fourth honorable mention pains me if i had been a rule breaker this would have been on my list um and that is goldie's last day by pfr oh, oh, oh yes yes okay that's on my honorable mention too so now yeah, okay. the first one we're the same okay what you know? all right yep. it's not on your list because i and others. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. My here's my here's I loved 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 the first Pray for Rain. Yes. I loved that album. I still have my copy yeah. that I bought back in the day and if you could wear out a CD <laughs> by just the laser hitting it again and again, mine would be worn out. That's how much I loved and still love PFR. I don't think there's ever been since a CCM artist that sounded remotely like them. Right, true. I, they're yep. very unique. Very unique. Yep. And yep. that the blend of those voices and just the production choices Good they made. Good songwriting. Yeah. Amazing songwriting. Yeah, just amazing. Um, that said, this album to my ears suffers a little bit to me from sophomore album, sophomore slumpitis. It's a, it's a, it's a step below to my ears the first album mm-hmm. because you know like the saying is you have all all your life to write your first album and then about a year to write your next one yeah. <laughs> so um now they would rebound and that's a spoiler for my list but for me goldie sounded like a little bit of a sophomore slump that said i love um the weirdness of the title track uh song mm-hmm. about a dog dying um wait for the sun is great um, with the gargling song, I always cue up the gargling song for my kids. <laughs> they love that. Um, uh, walk away from love. Walk oh, away from so love. Great tune. Um, what kind of love is that? That kind yeah. of love. Yep. Yeah, that, that kind, kind of love. love. Um, so anyway, spinning round. Oh, yeah, spinning round. <laughs> we're listening all these great songs. Yes. We're like, why is it not mentioned? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I just think there's some other PFRs yep. that do. That just, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's my that's my fourth, and, and it pains me because I love BFR so much. But Goldie's Last Day is my fourth. Great album. So I'll just skim. Sorry, I took one of yours too. No, no, you're so. fine. So that's good. We got to knock that one out. So I'll skim a couple here. So I don't go into much detail on these, but DeGarmo and Key, two honorable mentions for me were Commander Sozo from 1985 and mm-hmm. the early, and then Go to the Top later. Okay. To okay. me, they're both... Honorables. Go to the top was probably 92-ish. 91. 90, 91. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. So, love the Garmo and Key. Love the other album between. Yep. And, like, eh, not quite as, to me, quite as strong with Commander yeah. Sozo. And then go to the top, same. But honorable mention. I loved Sozo when it came out. I yes. just, yep. I wore my cassette out. Right. But they kept topping themselves to the point where I was like, eh, that last album is yes. nearly as good as the next one. There you go. Yes. Oh, the next one isn't nearly as... The last one isn't nearly as good as the next one. So yeah, that's right. a good problem. You want to keep 
topping yourself as yeah. a band. So, yep. you know, two or three albums past Sozo, I'm like, yeah, I'm really not into that album anymore because there's others that I liked better. Streetlight being the exception. Yes. I think yes. that's just so yeah, strong. Yes. Yeah, that one just, I never got sick of that. They kind of went from, they started out as a rock band, rock blues band. Yeah, right. And Definitely. then they went into the 80s techno pop sound, and mm -hmm. this was like at the end of that stage. Mm -hmm. And out of those albums, I think, yeah, this is definitely their best one. Yeah. Commander yeah. Sozo, Destined to Wins on it. Yep. yep. Competition on it which mm -hmm. is more of a rocker yep so yeah it's a good Casu choice. casual christians yep. on there yes casual and, christian yeah, yep. So, yep and jesus that's when coming. i first kind of got introduced to him was commander sozo love destined to win got hooked on that yeah then streetlight was next no who was no what was next? i think streetlight was before it no was, it was after it was after it was after yes. okay it was because um, anyway. they started transitioning back towards rock, and Streetlight right. was the first album okay. they did that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, Streetlight is after Commander Sozo, yeah. and then it was D and K. D and K. There, there you go. go. That's, the, that's yeah. what you're missing. So yeah, so when I as soon as Streetlight came out, I went, "Whoa, this yeah, is what I yes. this is what I like." Yeah, this it's, is right it's, up my alley. It's like <laughs> the girl, it's like Dana and Eddie had gotten a copy of Brian Adams' Reckless and yes. listened right. to it. So um, yeah, that's so, yeah. great. All right, I'm going to do one that I know is going to be on your guys' list. Okay. But following the rules on this artist, all right. That's all right. I could have put five Russ Taff albums on here, okay. but I didn't. Yeah. So I went with 1989's The Way Home. Okay. Um, yep. An album that, that I like, not near as a couple others. Yep. Okay. But, uh, you know, Winds of Change, one of my favorite Russ songs. Mm -hmm. Farther on, beautiful. Um I Cry, of course, one of his best vocals, I Love think. Love that song. Just a great song. Yeah. Um, Ain't No Grave, that's a fun take on that yes. song. Um, it, it's a very good album. Just didn't quite make my top 100. I love Russ. Yep. If I broke the rules again, okay. it would be on there. You right. broke, if there's anybody you're going to break the rules for, it's going to be Russ. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my fifth is going to be by an artist that probably did not make either of you guys's knowing your tastes, either your list or your honorable mentions. Okay. So, and that's Sandy Patty. Right. La right. Voyage. Okay. La wow. Voyage. Okay. Yeah. This is, I think, her first... I did not research this, so I'm grabbing this off the top of my head. I think it's her first album after the divorce. And it's a very mm. searching album. It's a very lyrically probing album. Um, took a lot of chances. Just, it is not your typical... Baptist soloist Sandy Patty from the early 80s. This is very different. Hmm. Um, she took a lot of chances here, and I like that. So um, her voice, not in question. I mean, she's right. got pipes for days. Yeah. So um, what I love is, and here's here's an example of the chances she takes on that album. She records a duet with John Elefante. Wow, right. So, and that's mm. Hope Will Find You with a killer Dan Huff solo in the middle. Really? So this is this is how far out of the box Sandy's thinking. Let's get um Dan Huff and John Elefante to be on this track with me. Wow, yeah. So Gee. um so and the rest of the album although it isn't as you know as rocking as that song she takes chances and I I admire that and I appreciate that and so um you're right. It's got the it's got the uh, artists on here we talk about all the time. Yeah. Yes. Pauline, yep. Jackie Street. Yep. Uh, let's see, Hemby. Yep. Tom Hemby. Tom Hemby. Yep. Uh, Dan, like I said, already said Dan Huff. Yep. Uh, yep. Elefante, I think Nathan East Nashville might be Strings, on there. Uh, Douthit. Oh, Mark Douthit. Playing on there too. Yep. Yeah. So yep. 
And so uh, I I liked it back when it came out. I went back and listened to it as we're as preparing this list and thought, okay, it's not going to make my main list, but it's held up well. And mm. I, it's not something that I liked at the time. And now I listen to go, Ugh, what was I thinking? Mm-hmm. It, it really has held up well. So it makes my honorable mention at number five. Wow. And okay. so La Voyage. So there's your, you're right. I did not honor. expect that at all. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't either. <laughs> Surprise. <go>. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Surprise. Um, all right. Uh, I'm going to go to one of my favorite bands. Not, I had to honorable mention them just because I couldn't fit eight different albums on here. <laughs> but <laughs> White Hearts Highlands for 93. Okay. It's kind of a toss up between a couple other ones, but I thought I'll put that one down in the honorable mention. But yeah, there are it. so many great yes. songs in there I still love and still listen to um, today. So, yeah. Um, I mean, you can see the world, uh, heaven of my heart. Great anyway, song. I can, I can list all yeah. of them. Yeah. <laughs> the Cry, Highland. Actually, Highlands of Love. I like that one. Yeah. Uh, Let My People Go, Flame Passes On. That's so, a nice one. Yes. Yeah. So remind me again. Let's let's make sure we have it in our mind because, you know, Whiteheart's always a revolving door. Who's in, who's out? So Ooh, it's obviously Rick, however it's spelled that album, Florian, yeah, right. um, Gersh, Smiley. Yep. Brian Wooten still. This one is Anthony not, Sally. I'm sure Anthony on bass. Sally on bass. John Knox. John Knox. And John Knox Sally. on drums. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And Sally and, yep. okay. and Wooten. And Wooten. Okay. There you mm-hmm. go. So that's the that's probably the third and album produced by Smiley and Gersh. Okay. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Now that that might be that lineup right there might be the longest tenured uh, uh, Whiteheart lineup? lineup that they had. Now. The only exception being Mark Niemer played drums on uh, Powerhouse. Mm. That was not John Knox. No, it was Mark Niemer. But it was Wooten, Gersh, Smiley, and Rick Mm -hmm. Florian and Anthony Sally. Um, And then John Knox came in on Tales of Wonder and then uh, Highlands. Yeah. And then I don't know what was the album after that. Was it Redemption or Inside? Inside. Inside. Yeah. I I don't think that lineup stayed together. No, it didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. Several people exited. That's that's the problem with Whiteheart. You can't yeah. almost have to have a family tree to keep right. track of what's going on. And what I like about that album cover is um, when you when I play the bagpipes, it looks much like that. Does it? Does yes. it really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Do you still have the mirror sunglasses that he's wearing? <laughs> I think on? I probably do. Oh, nice. okay. Great. Very nineties. Yeah. It's gone. The CDs are gone, but the mirrored sunglasses are yeah. still there. Yeah. Oh, yes. Right. We should talk about how many <laughs> CDs of these we own. Yes. <laughs> okay, Dave. All right. You're sixth. We, uh, I talked about this album a few podcasts ago. Honorable mention: Jeff Moore, nineteen eighty-six, "Over the Edge." Yes. Um, there's a couple other Jeff Moores I like better, so this didn't quite make it. But uh, I love the title track. Um, you know, why should the devil have all the good music? I know, I know you're not a fan, <laughs> yeah. Derek, but I it's like the right. remake. Yep. With, basically, yep. this is as we talked about Whiteheart backing up Jeff Moore. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. But uh, it's one of his more rockier albums. A lot of shredding Dan on this album. Yep. Yeah. So it's one that I can still listen to and have fun with. So '86, Jeff Moore, Over the Edge. There you go. I love that one. My number six, um, and this might be one that makes you guys this list, is uh, Brian Duncan's Mercy. Um, the follow-up to Anonymous Confessions, mm-hmm. and uh, it was always going to be hard to top Anonymous Confessions. That was I just so. such yeah. a great album. Um, any album that basically has the core rhythm section of Jeff Percaro and Nathan East or John Pierce on bass is going to be tough to follow up. <laughs> yes. um, and so, and what I love about this album is instead of trying to kind of Brian's always had kind of the class clown 
uh, persona on his albums. What you know, he's always laughing or mm-hmm. you know, don't you want to rap's funny and. Um, you know, he has the spoken intro to Mr. Bailey's daughter on yep. Anonymous Confessions. He sidesteps that whole class clown persona and really serious is up on Mercy. And I love that. Good he point. does mm-hmm. that so well. Um, you Don't Leave Me Lonely is beautiful. Um, Mercy is great. Love Takes Time is on here. Um, it's a it's a very thoughtful album for Brian. I don't think a lot of people saw that coming right. um, from him. And... Again, this was one that I had on my original list and it kept getting pushed down because, oh, I can't leave this person off or I can't leave that band off. And pretty soon I was out of slots. So yeah, it right. makes my honorable mention. Nice. Yeah. Love Takes Time, classic. Yeah. Yes. Still great song. And the video is, of that is funny. It, it's a funny video yeah. if you've ever yeah. seen the music video for yeah. so. uh, All right. So I'll jump to another one. Uh, Long running band, Newsboys, and their second one, Hell is for Wimps. Mm, from okay. 1990 yeah just love it love that they were very aussie at the time right um i thought it was a lot of catchy tunes on there so yeah so i went for 1990 hills for wimps and they even redid um what was it uh boycott hell on that one no on another one that's right they did another one but yeah stand up for jesus in the end simple man uh get up for love yeah. some fun stuff on there for for when I get introduced to him. Yeah, yeah, great. Fun album. So another honorable mention for me, Steve Taylor, I predict 1990. And uh, this came out in 1987. Mm-hmm. That's why right. he's predicting 1990. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, a couple other Steve album, Steve Taylor albums made my top 100, but this is uh, definitely in third place. I blew up the clinic real good, funny song with a just a, you know, he, he took a very serious topic and made a kind of a funny yeah, but you poignant, know, satire, but yeah. poignant song out of it. Yes. Um, I also love Since I Gave Up Hope, I Feel a Lot Better, a great title. Jim Morrison's Grave is one of my favorites by him. Um, the Young and the Restless, you know, with, with J-U-N-G is how he spells young. Mm. Carl Young. Yeah, <laughs> Innocence Lost, um, A Principal Man, just a great release from Steve Taylor, I predict 1990. Yeah. Um. My number seven was one that probably is on you guys' list, and that's Charlie Peacock's The Secret of Time. Yep. Um, Charlie's major label debut, him and Brown working together. What more can you say about that? Right. Um, Again, the only problem with this album is I limited myself to two. So I just, when it came down to it, I had two others that I went with over this one. And so this one gets pushed. To honorable mention, but I have nothing but love for this album. Right. There's not, there's nothing wrong with this album. Um, if I had made myself three right. artists, it would have been on. They're there, in there. So. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So that's that's the only thing. All right. So I'm gonna throw out three. 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 Uh, rapid three. fire. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. Here. Okay. So Stephen Chris Chapman's big in this time frame. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And so I'm just gonna and I limited myself to a few mm-hmm. as well. Okay. But So three didn't make the list. So I'm like, for the sake of the call, great adventure, and the music of Christmas. Okay. Barely also knocked. That's your first Christmas album, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't make them. So went with other ones that I thought I liked better, uh, that hit me better. But yeah, for the sake of the call, great adventure. But great adventure was huge. Yeah. Obviously. It was. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it just didn't make my list. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those that, um, this is another type of album that a lot of it's burned to a crisp. You've just yeah, heard the song right. so many times. 
Um, it's it's kind of like your favorite classic rock station. Okay, how many more times can I hear Blackwater by the Doobie Brothers? Right. Or how many more times? Raspberry can Beret I, by right? Pink. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how many more times can I hear these songs? And kind of. I'm that way a little bit with Great Adventure. She wore a raspberry beret again? She did? What? I have been to so many secondhand stores and have never seen, seen a raspberry, raspberry beret. Never. Yeah. Boy, now that you say that, I haven't either. No, see? Was he I, lying in that song? Blueberry berets, maybe. Oh, blueberry. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Nice. All right, I'm going to throw out a DAK album here that didn't quite feel, make the Feel cut. free to throw three or four out like Dan. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I'm just going to stick to one. Okay. Throw them out there. All right. Uh, the Pledge. Yes. It came out in 18 or 1989. 1989 is when it came out. Before the advent of electricity. (laughs) Um, And this is uh, more of their uh, rock, going back to the rock roots. uh, Fun album, Boycott Hell. You know, kicks the album off, just goes, you know, nuts. You can tell it's going to be a rocker. Aliens and Strangers was a radio hit, I believe, at the time. Uh, I'm Accepted, Hand in Hand, The Pledge, Life in the New Age. I mean, just so many great songs. And then, of course, the uh, the song about uh, abortion, Who Will. Uh, very poignant message there in that song. But uh, D&K's The Pledge, great album. There's just two others I like better by D&K than that yeah. one. Um, my number eight is, I'm only going to throw out one, Dan. Okay. Follow my lead now. <laughs> See what it, imitate me. So, uh, no, uh, Kim Hill's uh, self-titled album, her first album. Okay. Yes. Um, it's a nice debut. Um, I certainly didn't see her third album coming right. when looking at her first. Right. Um, so it's one that's, I go back to it, and there's promising moments on it. I think she was an artist that was still kind of finding her way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and boy, would she find it later. Mm-hmm. And so, but... Uh, this one wasn't quite good enough to get on my uh, my fir- my uh, top 100. It was uh, good moments, but just a few too many. Skip. I don't think I'll skip that one. So right. Yep. That's my number eight. The first Kim Hill album. Okay. Nice. Uh, so I got to throw in variety every now and then. So I got to throw three out at once. All right. That's that's fine. That's why right. I did that. See, got to you do gotta, you, gotta, Dan. Got to keep the listeners thinking. That's right. right. <laughs> They're thinking. How many is Dan up to? Twenty. Yeah. What are we? Uh, what are we at now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my last one. Oh, this I'm already done is now it? because I because I already threw the other three yeah. out. So oh, okay. Is uh, Brian Duncan have yourself committed? Oh yes. Is that eighty five? That was eighty five. Yeah. First one. Yeah. Second. Oh, yeah, it's first. It's first. You're right, yeah. it's her first. Yeah. It's her first. Holy yeah. Rollins second. Yeah. That's why I get the two confused. Yeah. So, fun, great. I thought yes. it was a great debut yeah. for him. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. And uh, But I just had a few other Brian Duncans above that. But uh, uh, he's doing great music, still around, doing yeah. great music. And uh, this one got it all started, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. Plus, he's getting arrested on the album cover. I mean, it's a great right. cover. Right, right. It's yeah. controversial. It's very. He's getting committed. <laughs> he's being committed. <laughs> yes. All right, I got two left. Here's one of them. Okay. Derek's already mentioned it previously. Oh. New thing. DC Talk. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, that came out in '91. God's still doing it. <laughs> you know, he's uh, doing it. This is why I started to get into DC Talk. I think I told you guys I saw them with open for DNK. Was not impressed. Oh. First album came out. I'm like, yeah, I don't know about these guys. This comes out, and they start touring with Smitty, and I gave it a listen. I'm like, you know, I kind of like this. And the more better. I listened to it, the more it grew on me. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, it's just fun. It's not their best, obviously, but um, it kind of set the stage for what would be coming later. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, new thing, DC Talk. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, so one is definitely in my wheelhouse, and I know this did not make either of you guys' 
lists anywhere, any shape or form. So, and that is the last album by AD, Carrie Livgren's group called Reconstructions. Um, I thought this was a wonderful follow-up to Art of the State, which we covered in a deep dive. Um, All Fall Down, No Standing, Exiles, um, uh, One Golden Thread. I just, I loved um, everything Carrie did in this uh time period and so reconstructions i had some other stuff that made the list so this got bumped down to my honorable mention my ninth honorable mention so nice all right dave all right my last one skip 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 it dan we're we're playing the uno here we got skip a turn all right we gave dan a skip a turn card last one here um i'm a big whiteheart fan this one didn't make the cut read the book don't wait for the movie Mm. 86 the first with rick r.i.c i think okay at this point yep um and it was a great debut for him and it was kind of a point where the band turned a little bit to another direction um most of it's really solid we've talked about this when we deep dived it sounds a little bit dated now but uh title cuts great maybe today i think is a beautiful song it's well done um i I pretty much love any white heart song where mark does the verse where it comes in on the chorus Uh that's one of the first ones I think they did with that. But, uh, yeah, read the book. Don't wait for the movie, Whiteheart. Another great album cover, too, the trailer. Yeah. And the dog yes. on the front. That yeah. is a great album cover. Yeah. yeah. That was it's so great. It's, you know, that's you've got kind of the vision of poverty. They're living in a trailer out right. in the middle of nowhere, but they've got a big satellite dish. Huge satellite dish. <laughs> Huge satellite right. dish. So. Okay. And my uh, 10th is an instrumental album. You guys probably don't have any instrumental albums no, on no. yours. Okay. So... Mine is an instrumental album. Now, it's uh, Phil Kagey's The Wind and the Wheat. Um, there are a lot of Christian New Age, and I'm doing air quotes, albums recorded in the 80s. Maranatha Music had their Colors series, and Meadowlark Records had um, uh, their series. They were kind of subsidiary of Sparrow. There were albums that were kind of put out to compete with the uh, record label Wyndham Hill, and so that's they kind of were trying to compete with that so you had who stole all mario who was in the band koinonia you had douglas trowbridge who's also known as richard souther um hadley hawkinsmith jeff johnson tom howard harlan rogers and smitty price and phil keggy had one and it is so good and it's on spotify now i'm so excited about that it got uploaded to spotify um it contains some of Phil's best electric guitar work. The guitar solo on the March of the Clouds is the most beautiful guitar solo Phil's ever done. It's it's wonderful. It's a beautiful electric guitar solo. And he does a, a, a song right near the end of the album called The Promise. I'm sorry, The Reunion. And that is one of his most famous kind of fingerstyle acoustic uh, songs. So my 10th is The Wind and the Wheat by Phil Kagey. I'm a huge Kagey fan. I'm a musician, so of course I love Kenny. Mm-hmm. So um, he makes my last slot on my honorable mention. So that's that's all, right. all I've got. I have no 30 more to throw out, Dan. <laughs> okay. I got three more to skip. Yes, yeah, three more right. to skip. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that starts off our top 100. Yep. Got the honorable mentions. Rapid fire right there. That yes. Threw them all out there. Yep. Probably hit one of you with something. You know, that, that you really, hopefully. really like. Yeah. And yes, we'll be revisiting several of these, I'm sure, because yeah. they're on my list or on Dave's yep. list yep. or on Derek's list. Uh, so thank you so much for listening, tuning in. Uh, Corey, Kevin, George, Lynn, Greg, Ricky, we've seen all your comments and your likes and stuff. Yeah, Appreciate nice. it very much. Shout outs to you all. Yes. yes. Uh, and uh, if you could, 
like us wherever you listen to your podcasts and comment and uh we will listen or have you on next time or Sounds good. What am yeah. I trying to say here? I don't know. Let, <laughs> we want you to listen next time. Right. And also, let us know what you think about our picks. And our, and leave oh, us a well, comment. Yeah, yeah. Say, you, yeah. you guys are right on or you're crazy. You know, yeah. Either one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Tune in next time for our 100 through 91. That's where we're going next. Sounds good. All right. Talk to you soon.